Romans 6, verse 15 through 23. What then? Are we to sin because we are not under the law but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness? But thanks be to God that that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed, and having been set free from sin, have become slaves to righteousness. I am speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness, leading to sanctification. Mm -hmm. For when you were slaves to sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. But what fruit were you getting at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its Mm -hmm. end, eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Very famous passage. Uh, I have a challenge for this passage. Next time you're preaching... Just in the middle of the sermon, I want you to to reiterate Paul and address everyone saying, I, I'm speaking in human terms because, because of your, of your natural limitations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a, such a great pastoral uh, belittlement. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll try to work that in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to work that in. But it is helpful. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as one who's naturally limited, Lou. Totally. I mean, I just called you Lou. <laughs> Will. I take that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah, I, I would. Yeah. As one who's naturally limited, Will, I um, I I feel this like yeah. it's like okay, like wh- what what is this all about? Mm-hmm. And he he uses his analogy of slavery. Yeah, like we used to be slaves to sin. Mm-hmm. Um, where you talked about this a couple of days ago, like we had this condition, like slavery is a condition. Yeah, right. It's like yeah, I. You know, I behave a certain way because I am within a condition. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the analogy he's trying to help people Absolutely. understand here. So I used to sin. I used to be owned, if you will, by sin. Mm-hmm. I used to have to obey the sin in my life because I was of that condition. But now I've been set free. Yeah, and now I've been called to righteousness. And so, what does that look like? Um, I love it. It's free to righteousness. I love the way Paul talks about it, right? Yeah. I was a slave to sin, but now I'm free to righteousness. It's kind Mm -hmm. of the opposite of how a lot of times we think. Yeah. It's like, I want to be free to sin. Yeah. yeah. But like this righteousness (laughs) binds us. But Paul's like, no, 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 no. You you were a slave to sin. um, And now you're free to actually do the thing that God intended you to do. Yeah. Um, The, that image of slavery, it's so easy every time that that pops up as, you know, a Western modern or postmodern person to immediately, before you even interact with that idea, just start trying to like draw lines around like, oh, well, like the Bible doesn't, you know, and kind of yeah. get like defensive and not really hear what's being said. Um, but that image, it, it is a really effective image because, you know, when you think of slavery, like what themes does that encompass? 
it encompasses possession, um, productivity, you know, like saves what uh, you're working yeah, for, who yeah, you're working yeah, for, who you're working for, what you are working towards. And like, like this idea of being compelled by, by something or someone. And, you know, Paul uses this image of slaves to sin and slaves to righteousness, um, elsewhere. And so to me that, that really is compelling is like, who, what is the compelling, uh, force in my life? You know, is it, is it selfish ambition or, or is it yeah. pursuing kingdom matters or yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, to keep, to use the slavery analogy, it's who is my master? Yeah. Right. Totally. Is Absolutely. my master God? Cause you know, it says here, are you slave to God or mm-hmm. are you slave to something else? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're a slave to God, I love that. As he says, look that, then you get the fruit of sanctification and eternal life. Yeah. When you're a slave to sin, all you get is death yeah. and all you get is destruction and all you get is everything that sin brings. So mm-hmm. it's such a powerful image. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, if you're uncomfortable with the slavery analogy, Paul uses a wage earning analogy, right? Mm-hmm. Like the wages of sin, right? So if you're more comfortable with just like the free market, <laughs> right? He, he, he kind of flips uh-huh. out of slavery and says, okay, well, let's say it's a wage earning environment. Um, are you working for sin or are you working for God? And the thing is, is you can work for sin and it'll lead to death or God can give you this life. Um, and he can give you this gift of salvation, which is eternal life in Jesus Christ, the Lord. So yeah, uh, it's a great challenge. Yeah. Um, and, and 20 and 21 are, are just a great place to return to when you were slaves of sin you're free in regard to righteousness, but what fruit were you getting at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed? Mm-hmm. And, you know, just we're constantly in the state of forgetting the goodness God has shown us and, and the things that we have to be grateful for to him and kind of longing to return to Egypt. And this passage has just been so helpful for me in my walk of remembering, like looking back at the what things. Fruit? Yeah, exactly. Like what, what do I have to show for anything of those moments apart from the Lord, except for things that are now shameful and bitter? Amen. Amen. Well, very helpful. Uh, We're chipping away, finishing up Romans 6, Romans 7, uh, where more insight, more truth comes, Mm -hmm. uh, is coming tomorrow. But for now, for Will Carlisle, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.